In today's episode, we're going to be talking about living up to a standard of righteousness and how of our own ability, uh, we simply can't do it on our own strength. And that comes to a place of frustration for us and, and difficulty and challenge and how so many believers are in that place. And yet the Bible teaches us that through faith in Jesus, through knowing Him, through trusting in Him, through relying on Him, we can experience His strength and ability to live right and to please Him in every way. Enjoy the episode. Well, welcome back, everyone. We've been uh, talking in the last few episodes about the love of God, His love for us. We've been talking about uh, conviction and dealing with sin and how not to run from God, but to run to Him. We've been talking a lot about that. And uh, we've been talking primarily in the context of character and having good, godly character. And so we want to continue that discussion again today. Uh, turn with me in your Bibles to Philippians chapter 3. I said 2, didn't I? Did I tell you two earlier? I know you said three. I said three. Okay, good. Yeah. Philippians chapter three. And I mean, Philippians two is good as well, but today we're in <laughs> Philippians three. And um, I'm going to read, this is the Amplified. So you'll find in this particular chapter, there's a lot of description. And uh, so this might take a little bit longer, but look, let's start in uh, verse two. Let's start in verse two. Philippians chapter three and verse two. So uh, this is inspired by the Holy Ghost. It's Paul talking to the Philippians. And he starts out in verse 2 with a warning. He says, look out for those dogs. And he's here the Amplified adds in the Judaizers, the legalists. Mm. And so you'll see why Amplified adds that in in a moment here. Look out for those mischief makers. Look out for those who mutilate the flesh. He's thinking, well, that's a pretty harsh statement. What he's dealing with here, he's, he's talking about the Jewish uh, people, um, particularly those that are still following the law of Moses mm -hmm. and all the traditions of the Pharisees and the Jewish people, and saying that uh, coming in and telling Christians, you got to obey the law, you got to do this, you got to do that, and being legalistic about how to live. And so he's dealing with some of those issues, and he's saying, you watch out for these people. He's giving them a warning. Mm -hmm. He's telling the Philippians, like, hey, um, look out for those people, and he's not speaking too highly of them at this point in time. You're going to see dogs. You're going to see exactly. <laughs> yeah. You're going to see Part why. Yeah. You're going to see why. He says, "For we are the true circumcision, who worship God." And the Amplified adds it this way: "In spirit and by the Spirit of God, mm -hmm. and exalt and glory and pride ourselves in Jesus Christ, and put no confidence or dependence." on what we are in the flesh, yeah. or on outward privileges and physical advantages and external appearances. And we were talking a little bit about um, a similar thing in the last episode mm -hmm. and how on the outside you can change and, and look good on the outside mm -hmm. and it looks like you're, you know, behaving yourself as a Christian, it looks like you're living right and you, it's just on the outside, but the heart still be full mm -hmm. of ungodly things. Yeah. And so he's saying, we don't put confidence in who we are on the outside, our no. external selves. We're not, we're not relying on that. He said, we pride ourselves or we exalt and glory in who Jesus is yeah. and in what he has done for us. And we worship not by the flesh, but by the Spirit of God. And then he goes on in verse 4 and says this, Though for myself I have at least grounds to rely on the flesh. That's a pretty bold statement to make. Mm -hmm. 
And if you don't want, read this whole thing through, it almost sounds like he's bright. He goes on bragging for a few minutes here. Mm -hmm. So listen to this. He says, if any other man has considers that he has or seems to have reasons to rely on the flesh and his physical and outward advantages, I have still more. Mm -hmm. So now he's comparing himself with people that are saying, well, look, I've lived a good godly life. I lived a clean life and look who I am. And he's saying, well, I'm going to compare myself on the same basis with you and I have more reason to... To, if I was going to rely on who I am and what I've done, I have more reason than you do. And mm -hmm. this is what Paul is saying here. He goes, I was circumcised when I was eight days old of the race of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews. As to the observance of the law, I was of the Pharisees. And as to my zeal, I was a persecutor of the church. And by the law's standard of righteousness, and it adds in here, supposed justice, uprightness, and right standing with God, I was proven to be blameless, and no fault was found in me. Wow. So if you're talking about looking good on the outside and living up to a standard of righteousness, mm -hmm. Paul's saying, I lived that standard. Mm -hmm. I was the epitome of that standard. I exemplified that in the way that I lived. And yet he goes on to say in verse 7 this amazing thing. But whatever former things I had that might have been gains to me, I have come to consider as one combined loss for Christ's sake. Wow. And that statement there, for Christ's sake, is actually a very important part of what he's talking about. And we'll get to that maybe in a minute or two here. But let's go on furthermore. I want you to see what he's, what he's getting at. He says, yes, furthermore, I could count everything as loss compared to the possession of the priceless privilege. Now, this is where the Amplified adds this in, a lot of description here. The overwhelming preciousness, the surpassing worth, and supreme event advantage of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. Mm -hmm. wow. And of progressively becoming, and Amplified adds this, becoming more deeply and intimately acquainted with Him. Mm -hmm. of, perceiving and of perceiving and recognizing and understanding Him more fully and clearly. For His sake, he repeats that again. For his sake, mm -hmm. I have lost everything and considered it to be mere rubbish or refuse or dregs, garbage, in order that I may win Christ. Mm -hmm. He's saying, I have to let go of all that stuff, who I am and how well I can behave and how good my character may look on the outside. In my own efforts, it's nothing. It's garbage. It's junk. I count it as junk so that... I can win and gain Christ. Mm -hmm. He's not talking about his salvation. Yeah. Right. He's saved when he's saying this. Yes. Mm -hmm. He's not talking about trying to achieve salvation. Mm -hmm. He's talking about knowing Jesus, mm -hmm. his Lord. He's saying it is knowing Jesus personally is of such great wealth and value that in comparison, my own right standing, my own living, my own trying to live right is garbage mm -hmm. compared to knowing Jesus. Mm -hmm. And I think he, that scale, uh, he's showing where the true balance should be. Mm -hmm. It's not about you just going to church and living right and doing all the right stuff, and then Jesus rubber stamps you and go, hey, you did a great job. Congratulations. <laughs> it, sometimes we, we think like that. Yep. Yeah. Maybe even unconsciously think like that. He's saying it's not about that. Mm -hmm. Anything that you can do on your own strength is junk yeah. in comparison to knowing Jesus personally. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that challenges us in a very great way. Mm -hmm. How much do we really know him personally? Mm -hmm. Right. Versus how much time are we spending trying to live right? 
<laughs> That's a good question. How much time are we really spending getting to know him versus trying to live right? Mm -hmm. He's saying that the value of knowing Jesus is immeasurable. You can't even, it's not even worth comparing yeah. to knowing him versus just trying to live right. Mm -hmm. And then he goes on and says, and that I may actually be found and known as in him. Mm -hmm. In other words, my identity, who I am, is found in Jesus, That's in right. knowing him. Yeah. It's a huge statement. So, it, I mean, we could simplify it and say it this way. It's like people that you know, great believers, heroes of the faith, you know them as in Christ. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Their, their reputation as one who is in Christ. In other words, you see them, you see Jesus. Mm -hmm. You see Christ-likeness mm -hmm. character coming mm -hmm. out of them and who they are. You see that represented in their life. Mm -hmm. You don't think of, you know, pop star, movie star, whatever. You don't think that. You think these heroes of the faith, you see what makes them special in, the, in our eyes is their Christ-like character. Mm -hmm. That's what makes them special. They are being found in Him. Not having a righteousness or self-achieved righteousness, as the Amplified says it, that can be called my own. This is what Paul says. Based on my obedience to the law's demands, but possessing that genuine righteousness, which comes through faith in Christ, the right standing with God, which comes by comes from God by faith. Mm -hmm. He's saying it's not because I've done all the great stuff. It's because I believe Jesus did all the right stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm trusting in His righteousness. Yeah. Right. I'm relying on Him personally. Mm -hmm. I'm putting my confidence in who He is and what He has done on my behalf. Absolutely. That's grace towards me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. my confidence. Mm -hmm. And he goes on to say a lot of other really good things here. But he's talking about my right standing, my living up to a standard of my own ability is garbage. Mm -hmm. In comparison to knowing Jesus, being found as my character as in Him, mm -hmm. and having a righteousness, a right way of being and living mm -hmm. that comes only from knowing Him, mm -hmm. that comes only from having my confidence in who He is and what He's done for me. Mm -hmm. And what I, what I really enjoy about this passage is that draws that line in the sand so clearly. Mm -hmm. Yes, it does. So I know I've already taken up a good portion of the time, and I, you know, I apologize for that. But I, I want to share a personal example. This is so of so value, so valuable to me, because as a Christian, I struggled to live right mm -hmm. for a good portion of my Christ, uh, Christian life, and I had every good intention of trying really hard, and I just found myself very frustrated as a Christian. And I don't know why, but for whatever reason, I did not clue into the fact that I cannot do it on my own. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'd read that and see that on the page and not know that and not understand that. And I would try really hard to live all the ways that the Bible says to live. I mean, I'm listening to, at this time, tapes, so you know how long ago that was. <laughs> L listening to tapes and, and, and studying the Bible and praying. And on the outside, it looked like I was a pretty... Uh, fervent Christian, on fire for God. Mm -hmm. But on the inside, I was frustrated mm -hmm. and struggling mm -hmm. and always trying really hard and being as, as disciplined as I knew to be until it got to a breaking point and I just couldn't change anymore. Mm -hmm. I couldn't, and I couldn't change what was going on around me. Mm -hmm. And it got to a breaking point where I quit. Mm -hmm. I gave up. I said, I can't live this way, God. Mm -hmm. Because I realized I came to the end of myself, 
I can't do this. Mm -hmm. And I think there are a lot of Christians that find themselves mm -hmm. in that place Absolutely. where they're trying to live up to a standard and then they go, I can't do this. Mm -hmm. I can't live this way. Mm -hmm. And some, some just kind of, they put on the appearance and they're like, oh yeah, they smile at church, but they live how they live the rest of the time. They've given up trying harder. Mm -hmm. Or they've come to a place where they just kind of manage. Or they you might still be in the place I was just describing where you're trying really hard and you're frustrated. It's like, if I just, maybe there's something I'm missing. Maybe I need to hear something else. Maybe, maybe there's more that I'm not quite getting here. And you might find yourself in one of those two places, but neither of those is what the Bible is teaching us. Because what the Bible is teaching us is there is to be a very real, sincere, open-hearted relationship with Jesus Christ and a confidence that comes through knowing Him and relying on Him, not just in who He is, but also in what He has done for us. Mm -hmm. And only in that real place of faith do we find transformation and change and that righteous standard that Jesus is looking towards, that He is to us, begins to be displayed in and through us because He's the one changing us and we are not changing ourselves. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I tell you, within three months, I got to a place where I, I came, just knelt down before God and said, God, I cannot be that Christian. I can't live that way. I know all this right stuff to do. I said, I just can't do it. I said, but I tell you what, I'll keep my heart open to you, and whatever you put in my heart to do, I'll do it. Because I knew that if he put it, puts it in my heart to do it, I can do that, because mm -hmm. it's in me. Mm -hmm. And within three months, I was a totally different person. Mm -hmm. In three months, I had people telling me, you're different. It showed on the outside. Mm -hmm. Not because I tried really hard, but because I surrendered my heart to him who can transform and change me. Mm -hmm. And in a short period of time, it didn't have to take years. Mm -mm. In all my years of struggle, I never got as far as I did in three months by yielding myself to the Lord. Mm -hmm. I'd say probably more. You, you said you became a very different person. You probably, I'd, more accurately, you became the person God made you to be. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That's absolutely correct. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the other aspect of this is that that is uh, really, it's a selfish ambition because the only glory that gets that happens in that is if you actually attain to become that person that you read about in the Bible on your own power and your own ability you get all the glory for it and that's that God doesn't really like that at all <laughs> one of the reasons that we started doing these uh, times to come together is because we wanted you is people watching it to know that we've lived real lives. Mm -hmm. I think what you've described today is a, is a powerful testimony. Mm -hmm. But he's not the only one. I think many of us have, have had that yeah. very same struggle, but different, different ways mm -hmm. of approaching it, but felt those same things. Mm -hmm. And one of the reasons we're talking about it is so that you can see there is a way out. Mm -hmm. There's a way out. You don't have to continue in that struggle. You don't have to be stuck there. That's mm -hmm. right. And, it, and it's an awful place to be stuck. Let's, let's face it, that's, that's right. it's, it's horrible. Yeah. Yeah. It is not just frustrating. Mm -hmm. I think it's one of the causes of people not going back to church. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. get so frustrated. I tried, I've heard that mm -hmm. as pastor. I've heard many mm -hmm. people, well, I tried to live right. I've heard it from pastors, ministers, people just going mm -hmm. to church. Mm -hmm. I think it's even one of the reasons they, they are potted plants, we sometimes call them, going from church to church, because they're still looking. Mm -hmm. The problem is when they come to that place where they could change and they hear that word they've got so long in how they do things personally 
They're not able to do what Paul did. They're not able to be honest and say, these things that I'm doing, can you count them dung? Mm-hmm. Can you count them useless? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can you count all the struggles that you've tried to live right? Can you put them in the useless box? Because mm-hmm. that's where your deliverance is. Yeah. The deliverance, the freedom will be found the day that you can say, I'm done. Mm-hmm. I'm done. Yeah. And the reality is, one of the last episodes we talked about um, God is love, and we described love from 1 Corinthians 13. Mm-hmm. Don't you think that if God's wanting you to change and to grow, um, He's going to be able to do it in your life? Yeah. He, yeah. You just have to say yes, just like Pastor Jason. Uh, it's actually kind of funny. Pastor Jason and I had the same experiences in our lives, completely separate. Didn't we only met what four four years ago, something like that? But at at the exact same point in time, around the end of 2012, beginning of 2013, God was doing the exact same thing in both of our lives, completely separate. That we surrendered and decided to trust God and let him do the work in us because he is more than able. Mm-hmm. He is more than able yeah, to bring absolutely. that character change that's about right. in your life. That's he right. is so much better able to do that mm-hmm. than we ever could be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's precious. Yeah. Invaluable. It is. Yeah. It is. I think we're at a moment here where you've been listening and I think you want to make a change. Mm-hmm. Let's pray right now for yeah. you. Jesus. Oh, I thank you, Father, for the person that's listening to my voice. Jesus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thank you, Lord, yeah. that they have a willing heart. Yes. And they've yeah. heard these Sat. words, Sat. and they know Sat. that they're at this place that they can't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. And so I thank you that as they lay their ideas down, as they lay what they have done down, just like Paul did, laid it down at yes. your feet, Lord, mm-hmm. I thank you that they rise up, that they yes. stand up in a new person, yes. you, yeah. Jesus, yeah. in you. I thank you that there's a new day. It's a new day, yes. a new appointed time. Yes. And I thank you that things are going to be different yes. from now on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, I thank you. We can count on you. Oh, yes. You, we can rely and depend on mm-hmm. you completely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You are faithful mm-hmm. to work mm-hmm. in us and change us. Mm-hmm. Yes. You are the one who is our strength. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Lord, we thank you. We just say you are faithful to do it in us. Hallelujah. Oh, Father, you are the, your word says that you are the same yesterday, mm-hmm. today, mm-hmm. and forever. Mm-hmm. That we can rely on you. You will never. You are never changing. You are always the same. Mm-hmm. You will respond the same way you did yesterday. You will respond today, and you will respond tomorrow. In yeah. your love, you will respond to us, and you will help us up out of that miry clay. Oh yes. Oh, yes. thank you, Father. Oh, you will yes. help us out of that miry clay. Hallelujah. You will set your our feet upon yes. that rock yes. and yes. help us to stand and to grow and to live your life. If we just say yes, we mm-hmm. thank you, Father, yes. that all we need to do is say yes to you and allow you to do that work mm-hmm. in our lives. Yeah. Oh, praise your, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. praise your name. Hallelujah. Praise your name. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you for that shift that is coming. That shift that is coming in those people that are watching right now. That they experience that shift in their hearts right now in the name of Jesus. That they come to see you for who you truly are. A loving God who wants to help and to grow them and to have for them to have that abundant life that mm-hmm. you have available and yes. ready for them in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. We trust you mm -hmm. to do that transforming in our, in our lives. Yeah. Yes. You won't leave us in that place. No. And as we yield that trust mm -hmm. into your hand, mm -hmm. God, we know you're going to do that work that births your character yeah. into our lives oh, in ways that we couldn't have even imagined, oh, God, that you do it in an abundant way, hallelujah. that the other side of that is a glorious place. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. That the great joy mm -hmm. and release of that burden of the trying. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, hallelujah. Father, we thank you for loving us. We thank you that you didn't give up on yeah, us. Right. We thank you you've removed the punishment. Mm -hmm. You've removed mm -hmm. that place of embarrassment. You've yes, removed you have. shame. Yes, you have. Oh, hallelujah. Yes, you and you have indeed set our feet upon a rock. Oh, Receive today Amen. our prayers and our love and, our, and God's care and love for your life mm -hmm. and stand up in him. In Jesus' name, bless you. Amen.